0: Academic writing in three minutes, more or less, and this time it relates to finding sources or using sources in your work. So it's about reading primarily, but remember reading relates to writing directly. You can't really separate the two if you want to do well in your assignments. So remember university is about increasing knowledge, developing analytical skills and assessing different viewpoints with critical thinking, discussing what ideas mean, and where do you get the information from? Well, different sources, but you get them primarily through reading these sources. You are expected to do this. The higher you go in terms of level, whether it's, you know, your final year of undergrad or, you know, definitely a postgrad, you'll be expected to do this in a lot of detail. Now, where do you start? start with your reading list that you're given by your teacher you can't read everything so have a look or you know have a conversation with the teacher which ones are considered essential and when you go through them you know look which ones are more relevant to a particular assignment become familiar with who the key writers are in your field this may take time Um, And also become familiar with which journals are commonly publishing the most up-to-date information for your subject. If your university has a library search engine, often most universities have an internal one, use that. Because that will connect to the books and articles that you've got actually in your library. Use things like Google Scholar, of course, very well known, because that comes up with a lot of academic um, journal articles. Also, in your library, find out who your subject-specific librarian is. Most libraries have someone who's dedicated to your subject, and they can help if you're having difficulty finding a source or, you know, an area that's like, I can't find much about this, can you help? Because often they know about databases or other ways of searching or accessing material. One thing to bear in mind: Remember, with journal articles, universities don't usually pay for every journal you know in the world. So you'll be you'll have access to many journal articles, but not some because you often have to pay for them. So when you're assessing um, how to use a source or whether it's useful, the CRAP test is most commonly used. CRAP test probably one of the worst acronyms ever, but it stands for currency, relevance, authority. Accuracy and purpose. So the currency relates to when something was published or posted online. You know, has the information changed? Have the ideas changed in this research area? You might think about that if you're going to before you use something. Relevance, is the information related to your assignment? If it's not, don't use it, of course. But also, is the information at an academic level? Who is the audience? Authority, where does it come from? Who is the author, or the organisation? Can the source be considered trustworthy? You know, is it a commercial organisation, for example? Accuracy. Is the information you're accessing and reading supported by evidence? If there are links on an article online, do they work? Can you find out where they got the information from? Also, is the language accurate, you know? The purpose, which is the final letter in the CRAP test. Purpose relates to why something was written. You know, is it an objective article? Is it biased? Is it arguing a particular viewpoint? You know, the chances are that most things will be biased because everybody writes for a reason. You know, there's definitely always some reason for getting information out there. But if you're reading something and finding, hmm, it seems to just be arguing this viewpoint, that can still be useful as long as you weigh it up against an alternative viewpoint. Weigh them up and then make a decision about which might be considered the most reliable source. So the CRAP test, very useful as well. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. (laughs)